Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. And now, it's time for Inside Conan, an important Hollywood podcast. Da 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 da. <laughs> da 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 da. More music after you just heard the opening theme music. Welcome, welcome to Inside Conan. Colon, an important Hollywood podcast. My name is Mike Sweeney. And I'm Jesse Gaskell. And we're writers here at Conan, and uh, every week we join you to talk about things going on here at the Conan Show and beyond. Wacky hijinks. Crazy, Behind crazy the scenes, stuff. celebrity debacles, nip slips. We've got it all. I'm waiting. <laughs> wow. Th- this is news to me. I can't wait to hear all this. Nip slips. Oh, God. We have to... Create a nip slip now. Mm. We do have a very fun show for you. We have a great show tonight. Uh, first, so tonight, yeah, today. Whenever you're listening to People it, people only be listen night. at night. We talked to a very famous comic from India, Veer Das. Veer Das has a huge following. In he India, has, yeah, he has like nine million Twitter followers. Yeah. It's insane. Only three of them are bots. <laughs> we checked. Yeah, that's like the inverse of Conan's. Yes. And uh, he's, man, he's everywhere now. He's on a, a new ABC television show. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he actually, uh, on the show, thanked Conan. Yeah, for getting his his break in the U.S. Yeah, yeah, which is, is really nice. Because cool. now he's doing a big tour of the United States. And he also just mm-hmm. finished up a world tour, which we talked to him about. And we find out what his favorite city to perform in in the entire world yeah, is. Yeah, I doubt that you can guess. yeah. Um, and then we also talked to Kent, our cue card guy. Kent Irwin. Who's a fascinating character. Wow. Yes. <laughs> I, I he, regret I haven't been hanging out more with Kent I the know. past 10 years. I know. I feel like I have a contact high still. <laughs> um, yeah, we talked to Kent about his, everything from his sex life right. to the band Fish. Fish, to some dabbling in drugs, and then a little bit of drugs, and back his to the sex back life, back to the sex life, and also his relationship with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, that sounds like it was related to the sex life, but not. No. they're friends, right? They're fr- they play backgammon together. Yeah, so. and he promised to get him on our podcast. Yes, he did. I we have it. You'll yeah. hear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so it's it's a really fun show. Yep, and let's get right into it. Yeah, we're gonna start with our chat with Veer. This is Veer. Okay, can can you help us pronounce your name? Uh, it's actually Veer. Veer. Yes, Das. Okay, Veer Das. Yes, because I was go. gonna say Veer, 
but that's yes. the anglicized which, which way. is acceptable as well. Okay. Because most Americans, when they try and say it, they just sound German. Uh, yeah. Which is, it's Verdas. Verdas. Which, you know, so. In that case, Verdas. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Thanks for coming in. Thank you for having me. You are on the show today and... Uh, your appearance is moments away. Yes. So we're you're warming up with us. Yes, I am. Yes. This might spill over. Yeah. <laughs> They'll hold the show. Complaints. Yeah. Of course. The whole show is just a front for a podcast. Exactly. Basically. That's, that's what. Yeah. That's what everything's headed toward. Do you get nervous before TV appearances? Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Yet. I mean the. I think the last time I did the show, I was doing stand-up, but it is pretty much the most nervous, nerve-wracking five minutes I've, uh, I've had in the last, like, ten years. You know what oh, I mean? No. <laughs> Our show specifically was? Right. Yeah, because, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, like, I'm from India, so we don't have, you know, and I was, you come from this legacy of if, you, if your spot goes well, things open up for you, and if your spot goes badly, everything shuts down for you, uh, is allegedly what we're told. Like, that's yeah. how high oh, the in, Ameri- in the United States. Yeah, so on, right. on late night TV, your first late night spot. And then you film the thing, and it's five o'clock in the afternoon, and it doesn't air right. for six hours. Yeah. Right. So for six hours, you're just like, am I done? <laughs> right. Did it go well? Is my career over? Is your career over? Should I go buy a mansion? Yeah. Someone give, <laughs> push me in a certain direction here. And then you shot me really well, where it was kind of low angle, and I looked good. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and then he came over uh, and stood next to Conan. me and just ruined all my swag. Uh-huh. It looks like Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I, I look like his ventriloquist dummy uh, standing next to him. Uh, I don't think that's true. <laughs> Yeah, Conan's yeah. The, the freak show. He's, yeah, exactly. He yeah, look like he's the uh, he's he is the freak. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's make that clear. But so it went well. I mean, that's why yes, you're ma'am. here yes, again. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you uh, you so you do stand up? Are you doing stand up this week as well? Right? I am or in yeah. the United States. I am. I'm I'm at the the Moon Tower Festival in Austin tomorrow. Oh. Okay. And I'm at the Wilbur in Boston on uh, Friday. Great. Which is the twenty sixth, and then I'm at the Punchline in Philly. On Saturday and Sunday. I love so, that it's the punchline. Oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> the first two sound like cool theaters. Yes, absolutely. And then, and then the it's the punchline. Line. Yeah, for, for all my new shit. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Has, right. has anyone prepared you for Boston crowds? I've never done a Boston crowd. So, Ooh. no. Uh, are, they, uh, are they tough? Are they... They're, yeah, they're tough, right? <laughs> uh, no, I I wouldn't say that. Well, you probably get... I, I, I'm guessing when you're, when you're traveling around the United States to get a lot of... People already know you, like specific fans who well, come to see you, or it's changed. Is, it, is okay. You know, how's it changed? I've been coming out for like four years. All right, and for the first two years, um, it was primarily just Indian people, right? So right. It was just clubs and theaters who had never right. seen that many brown people in the room right, 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 right. <laughs> right. and and disappointed that we don't tip. Right. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but now. You know, touch wood, God's been good since since the Netflix special and, uh-huh. and the ABC show. Uh-huh. I'm suddenly getting like 45 percent American crowds. Oh, and, that's great! Oh, which cool. is which is nice because there's no safety net anymore for the material. Right. You know, you can't do the the name drop. Right, you can't yeah, do yeah, the yeah. the callback from Indian pop culture, etc. Right, so right. it's kind of nice. You have to work it. Wow. Yeah. How do you feel? I mean, do you feel like that there's been an evolution in trying to go from doing stand up in India to then being at more of an international Oh yeah, I mean, I mean look, I started coming out here because to get better at tennis you have to play tennis with people who are better than right. you are, you know, and so mm-hmm. that's the only reason I came out here because we're such a new market, even I've just been doing it 10 years, but properly 5 years. Chappelle's way is because that's 30 years in comedy, you right. know, and even in the clubs in the US, your feature act or your opener has been doing this 
20 years mm. you know and is an assassin on stage so to have to follow that guy is the learning experience that i, I kind <laughs> right, of want right, right. you know so yeah so it, it's been a big evolution uh, which yeah, is what is it? What is the stand-up scene like? And where when it's big. Where you like, came up for, for Hindi, the world is your oyster. You know, mm-hmm. there's 1.3 billion people as your audience, yeah. and we're the highest smartphone uh, smartphone watching audience in the world. So, as a like, there are kids who are three years into stand-up, getting two million views or three million views just by virtue of population. Right. You know, and in terms of English, the bar is very high in India because. Uh, we've only ever seen good English stand-up. We haven't seen shitty English stand-up. Right. Right. Because <laughs> the only things that come over are Seinfeld and, and Chris Rock right. and, and Dave Chappelle and Kevin Hart and mm-hmm. all of that stuff. But we haven't seen a guide yuck yucks on a Tuesday yeah. night. Right, you know? right, right. So, you haven't uh, had to sit through an open mic. Exactly. So if you... In Burbank. They're coming. <laughs> <laughs> so if you say you're an English comic, the bar is high mm-hmm. in India. Yeah. Do you, are there parts of it, just, just like Jesse was saying, watch out for Boston. Are there <laughs> are there places in India that you're like, oh, I've got to go. I don't want to head up like north. They'll, or, they'll throw things at me. Yeah. Well, Delhi, Is it very regional, the, the humor there, since yeah, it's such a giant, such a large country? Well, the north is more like alpha, right? Okay. So so you, you worry about pissing a crowd off in Delhi. You know really? what I mean? Because they will wait for you outside with hockey sticks. Oh, really? Yeah. So if you're... So, so Delhi could be... T- Delhi versus Mumbai. Mumbai is a lot... Mumbai is more, more chill. chilled. And, more and, chill. Yeah, but like Delhi will give you a louder laugh than Mumbai. Ah. Right? If but you win them over. If you win them over. But if, if you annoy a guy, you take down a heckler. There's right. no heckler takedowns in Delhi because the heckler always wins outside oh later on in the parking lot. <laughs> you know, so that's... There's none of that happening. You quickly move on with your act. So if someone heckles you there, you're just like, good point, sir. Thank I you. Yeah. totally agree with you. And <laughs> I will pay for your parking. No, it's just like <laughs> half of your childhood. That never happened. Right, right, <laughs> we'll never right. talk about it. Right, right. And we'll just move on. So, yeah. Wow. That's good. Yeah. To, that's good to know. It yeah. Is. Yeah. Because, you know, there's talk about uh, we're trying to figure out, uh, you know, what countries Conan can visit next. And mm-hmm. one of them always coming it, up is yeah, India. India yeah. comes up a lot. And, and you know, the thought he just did stand. It did a stand up show in Australia when he was shooting a show there. Oh, nice. And we were wondering what it, it would be like. What what do you think if Conan did a stand up? Yeah, in India? would they? It'd be huge. Because, accept him? <laughs> would they accept him? <laughs> or would they say, "Here's like the a, like here's the a guy tribe. From... We're going to tattoo him and <laughs> right. have to sleep with the chief's daughter, and then he's in." Uh, no, I, he's huge over there. I think he has a huge. He underestimates. The two times I've spoken to him, I think he yeah. severely underestimates how many people know him and would show up and just show him mad love if he showed up. Oh, you know? Well, and hecklers. Waiting for him out in the parking lot. Yeah, but yeah but we don't have to worry about. Isn't that. he like six six or something like that? Uh, so he's six four. Yeah, like, but he's he has a foot on the anemic. tallest heckler in India, so he's fine. You know, <laughs> you just take him down low. Yeah, he can, he can go down very easily. Yeah, I'll be out there to show show them. Here's how you take Conan down when yeah. he comes outside. You know better than anyone. Mm. I think it'd be huge if he showed up. Oh, oh, okay, great. cool. Yeah. What uh, what would be like the musts to visit? Well, you, in India, you, you want to do. It's huge. It's a huge country. Yeah, but look, the Taj Mahal is fine, and, and right. you know the desert is fine. We can and, green screen that later. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But you want to, you want to eat the food that will affect your stomach for nine months afterwards. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> a, nine months is a pretty specific amount of time. No, let's say three Good months afterwards. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know when. Like I shot a special where a lot of the American agents and American directors came down to, to shoot this thing uh-huh. two years ago. 
and we did this amazing thing where we took them out just to street food places in Delhi. Uh-huh. And they, they were like, well, take us where Indians eat. And I was like, are you sure? And they were like, absolutely. <laughs> and we took them out and we gave them this the best food of their life and then put them on a 15-hour flight back home. <laughs> you, uh, <laughs> you made sure it was the night before they it went home. It was the night before they went. And it, Very and smart. Fun. So things you want to do. He needs to come to Bombay. He needs to check out Bombay's nightlife. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's great. Uh, he needs to go to like a, a Punjabi family's house for dinner. All right. Oh, yeah. You know, that's always yeah. fun. So he should do that. He should do the Taj Mahal and the monuments and all of that. That'd be right. great. He the should... Taj Mahal's kind of, it's three hours. It's a it's long drive, close. right? It's a long yeah. drive. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but, but Agra, there's but other stuff it. to do in Rajasthan and okay. you, you can do that. He should re- definitely drive. Uh, all right. Yeah, I think driving, <laughs> if you can drive in India, you can drive anywhere in the world. So he should do that. And then he should do like a Bollywood number. I'll hook that up. That's oh, yes. yeah, you know, we definitely. Would so want I, to do I will, that. I'll put him in a Bollywood movie where he can dance and and do that whole thing, etc. I promise you. That That's would be great. Yeah. Could he speak in English? I don't. Uh, he's done stuff phonetically in other countries, yeah. like in South Korea. He did a uh, soap opera, and he that took right. Oh my! It took oh, hours. My, yeah. Because he had a fair amount of lines, and they were all phonetically. So we'll just dub the yeah, whole it was like thing. Yeah, just a dog. He just has to mouth yeah, his lines, okay. and then when it. it comes out, it'll be perfect Hindi. Perfect, perfect. And people will be perfect. like, "Has he lived here all his life?" <laughs> yeah. <It'd be> great. <laughs> That's yeah. hilarious. So you could you, do his voice. I can do his voice. Yeah. <laughs> do you think about moving here, or I? Uh, do you prefer to visit? I prefer to visit just because yeah. my wife and and my life is at home. You know uh, what I mean? Oh yeah. So I, oh, I like yeah, LA for. For pockets of time. Right, right, You know, right. everybody's very nice and there's a lot of wheatgrass infusions and, right, and such right, things right, and, right. Uh, right. and yes. hot yoga and yeah. all of that stuff. But I kind of yeah, like the things well we stole from yeah. other places. But Mumbai has an ethereal soul that I kind of like. Uh-huh. You know? That's where you're from, Mumbai? Yes. Is that where you yeah. grew up? I, no, I grew up in Africa, actually. Oh. oh. So I grew up in Lagos, Nigeria, 17 years. Oh, my years. gosh. Wow. Yeah. Your family? <laughs> yeah, my, my, yeah, my dad. Was living there or they just shipped you my, out? My dad, are you ready for how sexy this is? My dad yes. went over to Africa to make pre-cut potatoes and tomato pulp. Ladies, control yourselves. That's, <laughs> Wait. That, that's what and he was doing. men. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what he was doing. So I, okay. I, went, I went to Africa when I was eight months old and was there till, till I was 16. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Wow. Have you been back there? Yeah. yeah I, I did. Uh, so it's weird. I, I did a... Uh, a world tour last year and the final show happened to be Nigeria and then I went and found my childhood home from when I was like 10 years old yeah onwards. oh wow that's After great did you knock on the time. door and see who's living there yeah we, we did and, and it's abandoned it's kind of a oh, shut down no. compound now nobody's in there but we shot it for like a documentary and stuff and it came wow out. that's great did your local Nigeria references still go over they went well 10 yeah. years later yeah by the way there's, there's a huge Indian community in Africa ah uh, and Africa, like Indians and Nigerians, mm-hmm. culturally are, are very sort of loud, loving, mm-hmm. you know, uh, people. So we get along. Everyone get, it gets yeah. along well. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So on wor- a world tour, were there any are you, <laughs> any countries you never want to go back to? <laughs> to, to, to I'm, I'm just talking in terms of stand-up, like stand-up audiences. Right, right. I, uh, Germany. Yeah. Germany was great. <laughs> I had a weird thing in Germany where I, I was booked in like this big rock club. Uh-huh. And I showed up and there was no seating. And I was oh, like, Oh, everyone's standing. Yeah, and they're like, Yeah, people here stand right. for comedy shows. And I was like, I'm doing 90 minutes. And they're like, yeah, it'd be absolutely fine. Oh. They march, actually. Stavanger in Norway uh-huh. was, was, was great because it's uh, like... Stavanger's small enough where there's 
this one roundabout is that what you call it here roundabout yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. right yes. so this one roundabout in right. the whole town uh, and it was one of those things where i was doing oslo on a wednesday uh-huh. and like hey do you want to do trondheim on tuesday and stavanger on on monday i'm like yes. yeah absolutely um i sold 800 tickets in oslo mm-hmm. i sold 21 tickets in Stavanger mm-hmm. uh, and it, it was you know the the promoters calling up friends and family going he's really good you got right, like right. free tickets or whatever and let's get w- this up to 20 <laughs> exactly so it got up to 35 <laughs> not one indian in the audience and it was the best show of the entire world oh, wow. oh that's great like that's we fantastic. like we did the O2 forum in london and we did this show in Stavanger wow. and i picked the Stavanger show over london I any love day that. Uh, it was the best show of the tour. Well, they were probably so excited. Anyone yeah, that have visits been, like, them, international yeah. actors, they already there. love you before you yeah. even step out on stage. So, no clue who I was, and uh-huh. then you have to because you want to be unapologetically Indian in, right. in this act and and introduce them to to some Indian right. things. Um, your safety net's gone, and you have to explain every setup. So uh, a 10 second setup is now a 45 second setup uh-huh. and you have to figure out how to make that funny on the way to the punchline. Oh wow. Uh, which is a cool creative thing to have on stage, yeah. you know, it's a it's a nice puzzle. But that way you you get to do less jokes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I'd be like, "Ah, good. Well, I got these six <laughs> jokes work. done." Yeah. Back to Oslo. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Yeah. This is fantastic. I know. We don't well, want to keep I know cuz we you, you, what's your pre-show ritual? Like what are you going to go do right now? Drugs. Okay. Uh no. Yeah. no that's, <laughs> I'm kidding. That's uh, what we wanted to know. I'm not kidding. Uh I am. I uh I don't know. It's it's weird cuz I've I've never been on on the couch before, mm-hmm. you know. So I I'm just used to being horribly nervous every time I come you here. You want to practice sitting down? I'm practice sitting. I, I should put you yeah. at ease. It's just a chair now. <laughs> I know. It's not even a couch. And so. it's I think the best format the show has ever had. Like I love this new format. Uh, it's kind of chilled and free and right. you know. Yeah. It it really pops. It's a little looser. I think it so. Is. The stage is up kind of like uh, it's a little more like a theater setup. Yeah. Oh, really? Does that make sense? Yeah. You you're almost kind of you're looking across and down in some cases of the audience, which I think a lot of performers like that. I'm five foot seven. I haven't looked down on anyone <laughs> in, a, in a very long time, so that that should be interesting. Well, I think this has been a good warm up for you, and I thank you. I'm sure we've relaxed you and put you at yeah. ease. Yeah, you absolutely have. Yes. You've given me and a, you've thought a good about cup of coffee. a free cup of coffee. It's going to be an incredible show. You I can't repeat any of the jokes you used with us on the show. Yes. I uh, I was <laughs> I was can't. wasn't planning on doing any jokes on the show. So and, and <laughs> it'll be a great six minutes, guys. It'll be fun. <laughs> We're packing the studio with Norwegians. Nice. Yeah. So it's gonna <laughs> just, be just like twenty five people from Stavanger. Oh, yeah. yeah. And we'll have fish soup after the show. Yeah. <laughs> be great. Yeah. Well, yeah. If we uh, if we ever get over to Stavanger, we'll definitely yes. Keep yes. You okay. In but mind. the one yeah. thing I will leave you guys with is you have to bring him to India. You guys yes. have to come to India. Conan. Yes. I mean, it's it's I. It's definitely going to happen. It it's has just to happen. How do we we have to get our our shit together? Right. Because there's a lot of um there was there was a lot more kind of paperwork associated with going to India. Oh, I'm sure. Yes. Yeah, I'm sure. A lot of visas, mm-hmm. visas within visas. It yes. was incredible, incredible. Yeah. A lot of paperwork. But I think you guys will have the time of your life. Okay. okay. No, we're very excited about it. Yeah. And I like I like the meal before. Before the, the flight, airplane. yeah. <laughs> Isn't that a nice, like, your own little reality <laughs> oh, TV show? Well, it's a souvenir to take w- will home. Will he make it or will he yeah. not? We'll all swallow <laughs> tiny cameras. <laughs> all right, well, thank yeah, you thank so you much. Guys. Have thank a great you. show. Thank you. Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s, 1975 to be exact, with semi-sweet chocolate chips, 
and a satisfying crunch. It's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie. And fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. For 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons, all handpicked from family farms, then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Let's just dive right Let's into Let's dive it. right in. Uh, assuming we're recording. A th- uh, yes. Okay, we got thumbs up. Thumbs up. And we're here with dive Kent Irwin. Yeah, let's party. How long is this, by the way? It, However we'll long see. you want oh, okay. it to be. And then you choppy chop it up? Yeah. All right, you hi. wish. We'll see how it goes, and that's okay. how long it is. Good. We're desperate for every word on this show. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be no chopping, trust me. Okay. Yeah, good. We're here. Unedited. Yes. Hello, Kent. Hi. Hi. Hello, Sweens. You literally just came from doing a show moments ago. Yes. I did. You I were did. out there on the floor as a cue card person. I was. I was. I still have fresh ink dripping off me. Mm-hmm. Do you have ink issues sometimes when you go home or... No, <laughs> that never occurred to me. Or you're, you, you're probably very neat. Yeah. Well, you know, the ink is uh, pretty much permanent. So if you get on your clothes, they're done. You throw them in the trash. Really? Or cut them out, or cut a hole, or like, if they're white, you can maybe dip it in bleach. But yeah, isn't Why this interesting? It's permanent, but it's such a... It's very toxic. Something, it's something that doesn't last a day. It all gets thrown out. Why? Who cares wow. whether it's permanent ink or not? Right, this true. Yeah. Philosophical um, rumination. Yeah, that's something yeah. to think about. But is anything Why really permanent? Why don't we pause permanent? for five minutes and shoot <laughs> that one over? <laughs> uh, so how long yeah. have you been doing your job at the show? Uh, I started when the show became The Tonight Show over okay. at Universal, NBC Universal. So I think that was 2008, 9, That 10? was 2009. Nine, okay. And yeah, how did so we find you? Um, I think we had the Yellow Pages back then, didn't we? I think it was through the Yellow Pages. No, uh, I was recommended by somebody that I worked for, a guy named Wally. Do you guys know who Wally is? He does SNL and uh, Fallon and he has all the... Oh, whole... Wally, yes. Wally, yeah. I, I actually had heard of Wally. Yes. Yeah, he's great. Um, and so uh, I was recommended through him and I went in and... Were you living in New York at the time? I was in Los Angeles actually moving to New York. Okay. With Whoa. all my stuff in storage... And ready to go. And it was kind of close to, there was a financial collapse. And the show I was going to work on got canceled. 
Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we thought you meant with your personal finances. Oh. <laughs> that too. Yeah. You're talking about the, the, the U.S. economy. Yes, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, so that got canceled. So I stayed here. And then all of a sudden, I was like, Psalm's job. Right. And then... Um, you know, there was some talk and That's French. Yeah. next thing you know, here I am. And well, are, and you, is your stuff still in storage? <laughs> it is. It is. I had to get all new oh, stuff. Sorry, Jesse, go ahead. No, just that you told me something earlier, Kent, that I cannot verify. So I don't know if if there's any way we can fact check this. But you said that you, your uncle invented cue cards? Yes, he did. <laughs> I. What do you laugh? Why is this? I what? It's yeah. just a, an insane coincidence. I mean, and it's not a coincidence. It's That's a great story. A it's a family dynasty. So you're in the family business. Kind yeah. of, yeah. Yeah, kind uh, of. Uh, what's the story? I, I'm pretty much the only person left because people, a lot of people don't use, you know, right. a lot of late night talk shows do. You know, talk you shows use them a lot. Now. SNL uses them and, and any kind of like sitcom where it's like, yeah, teleprompters are used, you know, when you're talking down the barrel of a camera. So right. News and, you know, news. stuff like that. But cue cards are immobile. So you you can, you know, if actors are talking to each other and they, you know, the blocking is so they move, you move with them, mm -hmm. you know, like we do oh, here away the from the camera. Right, 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 right. In their eye line. So it looks like they're talking to each other. Right. Like so, they're in a scene or, or exactly, something like that. Exactly. Okay. So, you know, films, I, you know, I worked on Forrest Gump. I mean, there's a, a, a million things, you know, a million things. Tom Hanks used cue cards in Forrest for Gump. For all the um, well, he was scenes on the bench. For all the scenes oh. on the bench when he's talking to people that sit down at the bench. When, all those scenes. Yeah, are when all, he's saying. Really? Yeah. Life is like a box getting, of chocolate. Exactly. Were exactly. you shocked when that feather was added at the end? I was. I was really surprised. <laughs> that wasn't there. Yeah. That's bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I never saw that. Yeah. Um, but Barney. So tell us about, yeah. Tell us Barney about McNulty. Is the guy's, no, is his name. Not. Yeah, Stop. Barney McNulty. You're um, spinning yarns. I promise. This is all, it's on the internet, so it must be true, <laughs> right? Uh, he started off as a page at CBS in New York. Okay. Right? In, 19, in the 1950s, the mid-50s, right? The dawn of, of television. television. Yeah. <laughs> and his, uh, he was working as a page um, on a show by a, the, a guy by the name of Ed Wynn. Sure. Uh, of the Edwin show is one of the first TV shows, I guess. Right. I've never seen an episode. I, I don't know. I have neither. But apparently back then, you know, all these guys, and I guess it carried over into like, you know, later with the Brat Pack and all those guys or the Rat Pack. I apologize. The Brat Pack's the preface. <laughs> <point, right? laughs> yeah. Uh, um, where <laughs> people were just hammered all the time, right? And drinking on the job and everybody drank, 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 drank. Bottles, uh, bottles, bottles everywhere. Drink. Are you talking about the yeah. crew and the performers? Yes. Every, you're saying everybody. Yes, yes. Back when it was kind of the Wild West, you know what I mean? There were no real rules back then. I don't know if any unions were formed or, you know. Is, is this, you learned this from your uncle Barney? Yes, yeah, yeah. So Edwin would come in hammered. Right. From the night before he stayed up or like, you know, he partied. He was, right. you know, a fun guy. You know, we'll have him on to rebut this. So <laughs> good, good, good. watch what you say. I, he's been dead for a hundred years, but uh, mm. he, uh, you know, was sitting there and couldn't get his lines out one day and, you know, during rehearsal or whatever. And, and uh, my uncle Barney was there and was just, the light bulb went off and he's like, why don't I just, oh, fun little side fact. Um, his <laughs> partner at, uh, at the CBS theater um, was uh, James Dean when he was like 16, 17 what? years old. Him and really? James, James Dean were both they were pages? pages at CBS. Oh, no. 
look at the oh internet. Oh my god! Real internet, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's so incredible. that's where it was born, and then it turned into <laughs> you know, I guess at its height, you know, it was probably like in the seventies where there, you know, they had the Carol Burnett show, and right? Yeah. Those those variety shows that were so popular in the seventies, and you know, there'd be a hundred people in a giant warehouse, right. Pumping out cue cards and people wow. driving all over town, and wow. You know. Now Kent, yes. Is it possible you've heard of the film industry, right? Which predates I, television. I, I don't know. What if is it possible someone that starring in uncle... a movie was drunk, and possibly someone wrote words down on a card? Well, that's uh, why it's hard to say you invented writing words on paper. Right. Right. But yes, that is possible. Yes. Okay. But I like I've this not story heard better. that. I have not heard a story or any. Did Uncle Barney trademark it? Did he? Did he make mo- any? Did he make any money out he of it? He didn't or, because or did how he do just you just get laid? Because hey, I invented cue cards. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Come on. He was real popular because of cue cards. No, he. I don't know how you trademark writing. You know, but here's right. the thing: the copy. Yeah. That the the scripts that are given to you that's right. copyrighted. True. You know, but actually printing words on a. Giant yeah, piece of the idea board. of writing things down. Yeah, I'm on Wikipedia and it says cue cards were originally used to aid, aid aging actors. One early use was by John Barrymore, but then it does say cue cards did not become widespread until 1949 when Barney McNulty, a CBS oh. page, oh my uh, was asked wow. to write ailing actor Ed Wynn's script lines Vindication. on large sheets of paper to help remember the script. Vindication. Amazing. No one doubted you. Wow. <laughs> He's also known, uh, McNulty, who died in 2000 at the age of 77, was known in Hollywood as the cue card king. Mm. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Love that alliteration. Yes. <laughs> well, he definitely had that as a personalized license plate. No. he, <laughs> But he, with a Q for cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Q card. Yeah, cute cards, yeah, yeah. So did he start training you as a young child? Like, did he see that two, you had... At two is when I began. You had you I couldn't his read or write, but I could print a full script on right, minutes. Right, yeah. right. No, I, you know, basically I had gotten a scholarship to mm. a school. I grew up in St. Louis, Missouri. Ah. Um, but I got a scholarship to a school out here. So when I was coming out here... You know, Uncle Barney lived out here. Right. And instead of waiting tables or, you know, doing whatever you do in college, I, uh, he, you know, taught me how to do that. And I started on Days of Our Lives. Oh, that's great. Wow. Over at NBC. And that's yeah. where I began. Soap operas. Yeah. I that, did, uh, that's a lot of lines. Also. I mean, that's, those are huge scripts. Yes. Daily. Yes. Huge. Yeah. Like 120 pages, you know, 300 cue cards a day. Wow. Full room of people banging it out. You know? And they don't even care. I, my impression was they did, the actors don't even care if you see them reading. <laughs> you can show the cards. <laughs> well, the right. trick is, yes. you know, and according to camera angles and all that stuff, right. is the better you are at your job, the less it looks like they're reading cue cards. Right. Like, you don't notice Conan's reading cue cards. Or, no. Yeah. yeah, that's magic. Well, So tonight. your job is, it, when when you're doing your job best is when we don't know Correct. that you're doing your job at all. Right. Oh, wow. Right. Yeah. That's a convenient. It's like yeah. a plastic surgeon, you know. So you have an Uncle yeah. Wally. No, the other guy was Wally. Uncle Wally, ba- yeah. Barney. Wally's out in New Barney. York. Barney. So you should be Kenty. Barney. Kenty. Yeah, you're right. You know what? Yeah. We're going to edit that out. 
Uh, <laughs> We're definitely leaving that in. That was a long way to go. <laughs> I brought up something from 10 minutes ago. Nice work. So were there other people in your family that went into the cue card business? There's, I've got a cousin, Kevin Carney. Shout out to Kevin, uh, uh-huh. who does teleprompter. Really? Um, yeah. He's, uh, he's basically like we're arch nemesis. Wow. No, not really. We're in love. And did your, did your uncle ever try to corner like the cardboard and pen market so he could get <laughs> Here's what happened. a vertical monopoly? <laughs> he, he, he tried, but you can't. Right. You know what I mean? It's like copywriting a, a common word or, you know what I mean? Like you can't, it's, it was really tough for him. To, he did right. look into it and tried. But, he did? But what happened was a lot of his, um, you know, people that were co-workers, people that worked for him branched off and started their own companies, started to compete against him. Right. And that turned into like, you know, there were a bunch of different cue card companies right. in the 70s that all competed to get shows. And it's still a little bit like that today. There's still like a few companies out there, but um, huh. I don't know. I love everybody. Wow. I, I'm, I, Speaking of loving I, everyone, I it's, I don't know if people know this. We have three cue card people here on the show. So, mm-hmm. cause we do a lot of sketches with, with many performers and, do you guys ever fight over, like, who's writing? Who someone's writing more cards than the other guy? Like, is it a quota thing where you? No, we just we split everything pretty. You split evenly. it evenly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do Andy. You mostly. usually do Andy's, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because I'm in love. Sure, in love with Andy Rector. Do you ever zone out during a sketch and actually? Oh shit! I was supposed to flip a card. It de- it depends how high I am. Okay. Uh-huh. No, no, Let's no. Let's get no. into that. No, yeah. no, no. <laughs> uh, I have, but never. It's always when I can. You know, right. it's like when you're. You know, I've I've done like award show, like the Billboard Award, or something. You know, where there's mm-hmm. like you know fifteen thousand people in the audience, and you're on stage with whoever, and like you know your adrenaline's going. Right. You know. I mean, I'm used to it now, so I don't get. I don't shake or get scared or anything, but like, you know, I've been, I've done it all. Shaking's probably you know? bad. Right. Yeah. Holding cards. up cue cards. Right. Exactly. But uh, no, I, I'm, I've been, I've done everything there is to do. Right. You know, so it's, it's almost like autopilot. For yeah, you. yeah. 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 I, I will say I've, I had to flip cards for a sketch right. that we've done on That's the show right. and it's harder than it looks. It is. I thought I underestimated the uh, the physical intensity of your job. It is Kent. very physically intense. <laughs> That's why I have a training regimen. And, uh, well, yeah, because you have to hold it steady. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just a lot of upper arm strength that maybe is... I need to work on. I've never. Is that true? Were they? Well, I guess it's true. Holding well, it would just say like I had a I had a giant. It's like stack. boxing. Yeah. It depends on how heavy they are, or how many cards there are. Yeah. If you have a lot of cards, like in Days of Our Lives, you're holding mm-hmm. a giant stack of cue cards, and what it is, it's it's you know of course you know being in shape helps a little bit, but it's more like. When you're in college and you're getting hazed, you know, at a fraternity or something, and they make you... I like how you say, you know, like, we both know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you've heard of where you, where they make you, like, hold two books, two stacks of books in each other's hands face up, and you have to squat, and you have to hold it. For as long as you can. You're you know making me want to go back to college. <laughs> well, have you heard of the, the, something like I that? Yeah, 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 yeah. So yes, it's like course. that. You know yeah. what I mean? It's because you're holding it up and it's got to right. be steady. you got to right. hold it. But it's heavy. It's right. H-E-L-L. Double yeah, you can say. On yeah. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah. Well, then it's heavy as motherfucking shit. All right. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know if you can edit that out. Uh, you know what I mean? So it's like that. It's like, uh-huh. uh, it's like a, a hazing ritual right. every mm-hmm. day of my life. 
nights, basically. So, so do you have work nightmares? I, I would think you, I would have dreams where the cards are in the wrong order or. No, no, I've never, I've never done that. You know, people are always like, don't you? Just you watch- seem like you sleep really well. You just seem in general like a person who sleeps well. I do. I do. Yeah. I have a clean conscience. Yeah. What do you yeah. Th- yeah. No, I mean, that's a, com- you just seem like, like you. Comfortable. Yeah. And, and you yeah. manage stress well. In life. Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. yeah. I do. Well, what you're are- the man for this job. So yeah. go ahead. Yeah. No, just we, you, you also are, are sort of known around our staff. Conan singles you out a lot um, because of your, uh, some of your extracurricular activities. In rehearsal. Yes. Yeah. If there's a little lull, he'll, he'll turn right to Kent. He does. He does. He's, he's, he can't get over the fact that I've seen uh, this band Fish as many times as I have. How many times have you seen Fish? Closing in on 200. I'm like like more 190 now or something like that. Yeah. They, they've only done 201 concerts. (laughs) No, no. They they don't still tour, do they? Yeah. Huge sellout tours every, every year. Yeah. All right. What about the dead? Are Dead and Company, th- this yeah, incarnation. Yeah. yeah, they're great. Uh, and they keep getting better, too. I mean, Bob Weir, I don't know how old, you know, these guys are. Uh, probably, I would guess, early 80s or something. And still rocking their socks off. Right. It's amazing. Uh, John Mayer plays with them now. Right. And he's incredible. Yeah. He's, he's, he's basically Jerry Garcia. He's doing the Jerry Garcia. He, yes. Which he, he, I role. have trouble with that casting, but that's fine. <laughs> you know, a lot of people did and it has evolved into, he is, he gets it. Right. You know what I mean? Like he is an oh, he amazing it. guitar player. He gets I think my opinion is that he get he gets the Jerry thing and he's proficient and uh, vibey and flows and he's he's great. He's a great guitar player. I've never thought about going to a fish concert, but I think I would enjoy going with you. Yeah. I would love I nothing more than to take you to fish. I've been, All right. I've been trying to get people to go with me since uh-huh. 92, I think is the first time I saw them. And everyone <laughs> What's your says no. Rate? Zero. <laughs> Zero. Everyone's like, no. Well, I, I would go song, if the concerts it. weren't eight hours long. Right. They're not. What's the longest one you've? They're not eight hours. That would be a health hazard. Uh, the okay, the longest one that I went For you, to. Yeah. They played um, the Millennial um, Night concert uh, of like ninety nine to two thousand oh, yeah. in a place called Big Cypress Seminole Indian Reservation mm-hmm. with the Seminole Indians. Seminole. Uh, in Florida, I'm guessing. In Florida. Um, and they played, they came out on stage at about 10 30, 11 right. o'clock at night, and played until the sun came up the next day. Whoa. And it was one of the most magical, incredible, life altering. It puts you, it, it, it sticks, it has stuck with me for the rest of my life. That feeling, that community, that, um, uh, you know, I, being up and experiencing that through the night and it's like a huge, it was a huge adventure. And then the, the sun came up in the morning, they finished their set, the clouds turned like Dr. Seuss magenta pink. How many and, drugs were you on? Uh, two. Okay. Right. No, no, I don't know. 20. <laughs> uh, and you looked at the other eight people still left and there were the whole... 125,000 people there. All the way through. 125,000. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. I would stop seeing them. How how did you think you'd ever top that? Well, they've done a lot since then. You know, they constantly 
they're the most creative band on the planet. They're constantly evolving. They're yeah, constantly I mean, changing their sound. Sometimes they wear Tevas and sometimes they wear Chacos. Oh. <laughs> What's a Chaco? It's a different kind of sandal. Can you eat it? It's like chocolate. <laughs> it's not like a Chaco Taco. Yeah, Chaco Taco. That's <laughs> hey, do they ever forget their lyrics? What if yes. you yes. did oh two cards God. for fish? Well, Wouldn't I, that be the incredible. natural? I've looked into it. And they do. They have so <laughs> many. They have like three I'm or four hundred original songs. With, and some right. of them are long, complicated lyrics, stories even, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, and I and they do. They have, uh, they've got a, a little monitors, uh, you know. Floor but, monitors. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. if, they, if they need them. And I was like, oh my God, I would be the best person for that job because I'm really good at, and especially among all my friends right that the first note right. i know exactly what it is so i could like oh right i could you yeah. know what i mean like i feel like i'd be the best person in the job obviously you know they have somebody and maybe they're happy right. with them i don't know i, I don't know find if, out. trey if you're listening to this right now <laughs> yeah because you, have you reached out directly to them no no i know his uh i know trey's manager patrick jordan is a great guy but i i, I always just see him and hug him because he's such a lovable huggable guy and I'm, i want to get into business you know maybe i could send him an email i don't know yeah i don't know maybe. he's cool but just put it out there into the you. universe you know yeah. put it on your vision board the, the whole family like the whole thing is just the most spectacular people you know, there's right. no way to you know. Do you have fish friends? Lovable. Oh yeah, that tons. You see at concerts only. Yeah, yeah. I saw some you know the some of the greatest people I've ever met in my life. Yeah, the closest, loveliest people in my life are all met through that. For oh, you know, cool. and traveling. You know, ninety two, ninety three, ninety four. They, 95, they would, 96, 97, they would, 98, yeah. 99, 2000, 2002. I'm just guessing. But in those early days, they would play a lot of places in a small area. So you just jump in your car and gas was right. buck was 50. Like all in Vermont. And, well, I've been right. St. Louis. They play, you know, Chicago, Indiana, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. all of that whole Midwest area. You could see a ton of shows. Are you afraid to see your fish friends out away from a concert or do you only exist? No. Do these relationships We go snowboarding together. Oh, we do trips okay. together. And right. we're, we're besties. Like besties. The, fish, the fish family is yeah. like, is close. It's like, and it's family with a PH, right? <laughs> yeah, it could be. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. sure. Do, you, do you go to Burning Man? I've been twice. Okay. Really? Yeah, it's a whole separate experience. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know if there was crossover with the fish family. Uh, you know, I ran into some people that like fish there, yeah. but it's a whole different experience. Chacos? <laughs> Chacos are probably there. Then people are mostly naked. I was naked for a, a good portion of it. Of Burning, Burning Man. Man. Yeah, because you can be. It's the it's like the only, you know, at fish, there are naked dudes, but everyone's like, hey, look at naked dude. You, you know? could be naked right now. <laughs> I'm inviting yeah, you right now to take your clothes off. <laughs> really? Sure. Do I get a free pass? Uh, yeah. A free pass to what? To oh. get naked. Oh. <laughs> oh. So you were naked. Uh, what year was this that you were at Burning Man? Burning Man? Um, probably like five years ago and like eight okay. years ago. Mm-hmm. All right. Something like that. Have you been naked in other festival environments? No. Just Burning okay. Man's the only place I'd really feel comfortable. I also dressed in drag and I pretended one day. I pretended to be a, a streetwalker from the thirties. And that was oh. that was a lot of fun. How much money did you make? Was it was it at nineteen thirties <laughs> prices? I made no money because there's no money at Burning Man. Oh, oh right. It's all bartering. Like yeah. I'll give you a it's pancake. An all inclusive. You get a corn cob I'll give you a pancake for a blow job. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, Burning Man's great. It's <laughs> it's uh, it's a lot of house music. It's a lot of like electronic music, you know, right? Which I can only take there, but I'm fully into it. You know what I mean? I'm dancing to everything, and it's right. great and fantastic. But then I don't listen to it after that. Yeah, okay. I love it. When you I'm listen to more like jam bands and. I listen rock. to Fish. Okay, but then I also listen to you know every jazz, a lot of jazz. Like Velvet mm-hmm. Underground is one of my. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I listen to mm-hmm. a lot of older stuff and. Like uh, a lot of stuff. A lot of Do stuff. you have a whole separate group of Burning Man besties? Not no. really, right? Not it's, really. It's not, Bros. It not doesn't really. seem like a, a the, fun. You ever go to a like, party? Hey, let's hang out. You ever go to a party and it's like one of the most insane nights of your life? One of the most epic, <laughs> insane nights, and like a million no, things no. happen. I've never been to that I party never, before. I've always heard, of, seriously, heard about them. That's and never, seen them in, portrayed in film. In New York? Never You've never had a night in New York no. where just like in, one no. insane thing after another happens and it's just one Not of those. Not at a party. I've never Maybe been invited to that room party. Or something. Oh. Okay, well, that's, <laughs> that's fine. Them. That's fine. No, I'm yeah. just saying Burning Man, it, like at the end of that night where it's one of those things where like you go home yeah. and you close the door and you're alone for the first time and you're like, okay, let's just leave all that at the door. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And let and let's <laughs> let's get back into life. Not not to be ashamed of anything, right. but it's just like this magical experience that it's that I the way I deal with it, it's it's so much that you just kind of car- compartmentalize it and put put it down and put it leave it mm-hmm. there right. and then continue, wow. you know what I mean? Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. But 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 you think back on it with a huge smile and yeah. a boner. <laughs> Did you say what was that? He's, what he said okay. in a boner. Oh, okay. Well, um, uh, because we're, we'll be doing smile. an ad about that coming up. Soon, That's but. true. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah, we do erectile dysfunction. Sometimes. Are you kidding? Do we get free? Oh, we, we can look at define weed. The hosts. Have you ever used any? Have I ever used any? <laughs> yeah, I have. You have. Yeah. Oh. At Burning Man. No, but I oh. should have. That would have been a naked great the idea. Whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have used. Yes, it's fantastic. Really? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, one thing, and I don't know what the brand is, but the one particular brand right. that I had, right. I learned the hard way. Sorry, I had to say it. Wow. You too. <laughs> sorry. For everything. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, um, the first time I took it, I yeah. took a whole pill. Yeah. Which uh, since then you have to, cause you're so big. This is actually good for people to listen to. No, no, no. Just to experience it, you know, Yeah. chop it up into eighths. Oh my God. Not even (laughs) fourths. Chop that shit up into eighths because it is very powerful. Very strong. Very strong. And the first time I did it, I had no one told me that. And I took it and there was a girl that I dated. I remember this was around nine 11 is the only reason I remember this. Cause I think nine 11 was (laughs) like the next day actually. (laughs) Um, what else can we get, get in the basket of this story? <laughs> but I was dating yeah. a girl for, you know, we, we'd gone out and we'd made out a couple times and I thought it was like the big night and she invited me over and we made dinner and like, we'd watched, you know, a movie on the couch and she's like, okay, you know, you ready to go to bed? And I was like, yeah, sure. She went to the kitchen and gets, gets a glass of water while she's in there, pop, you know, pop the old pill, you know, getting all excited. We go to bed, we're making out in bed bed. Everything's going wonderfully. She's into it. I'm into it. And, uh, you know, and then it was like, 
okay, there, there's somebody else in bed with us. It was like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. And all <laughs> a, of a sudden. A tower rose. Yes, 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 exactly. <laughs> and, and then, you know, it's, it's time to pack it on up and head down south, you know? So as I did that. <laughs> How old were you? I know, she, that's You're like I'm, a young man. You, you, no. You just. I'm 45. Yeah, but then you were in your 20s. No, I was no? in my 30s, probably. 30, okay, 31, 32. All right. Old enough to have sex. Y- yeah. Is that what you mean? No, no, no. no. Just, I mean, why, did, why did you need a knee deep? Oh, just to try it. Okay. <laughs> Gotta yeah, try everything right. once, right? <laughs> sure. Okay. So. As I'm heading down, as I'm journeying down south, <laughs> she, she, I literally thought when you mentioned that before, I thought you had left and oh no 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 no, no no it's a euphemism no now I okay. <laughs> Just, do you get just, it, Sweeney? I do get it. I just can't believe you're talking about this. But yes, she. So she puts her hand on my hand and stops me. Oh, and Uh-oh. I was like, what? Oh, she's like. I started my period and it's really bad. <laughs> and I was like, oh, uh, okay. Well, I didn't know how you'd follow 9 11, but you've done it. <laughs> that was, of course, the period. Bring that in there. That was the next day. So you just <laughs> so, no, abandoned? So, oh. So she, so I was just like, you know, without being like that guy, I, I, you know, I didn't like that move guy. her hand. Well, just right. like, can you, you know, a little help over here, you know, like a white flag or something uh, like, I, because I couldn't tell her, I wasn't going to tell her what I'd done. You know what I mean? So I was trying to be cool. Long story short, she went to sleep. Mm. I sat there with what felt like the Hindenburg. Mm-hmm about to explode off my body. Like I, I was ready to go to the hospital. It was explosion Hindenburg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This was one of those. If your erection lasts for longer. Yes. Call right. your doctor. Yeah. Right. I should yeah. have been on the phone with the doctor yeah. immediately. Um, instead I went to the bathroom and I masturbated about a hundred times. Okay. It still wasn't enough. <laughs> Uh-huh. It was it was awful. Okay, <laughs> it was one of the worst experiences of my life. But you wrote some cue cards <laughs> with it. I, mean, you, I did the I whole did. nine yards. I did. I did. Played wow. some baseball. Yeah. So, uh, um, yeah. I so think I understood I how we got here. Yeah, I didn't expect <laughs> we got off the rails a little bit. Got oh. you in a bathroom. <laughs> I I will say I would love to see your medicine cabinet. Ooh, I'm imagining like floor to ceiling. <laughs> I'll send you a picture. There, uh, now that yeah. I think about it, there's a few. Are you into pictures. microdosing? Have you tried it? No. Okay. Because why not just eat the whole thing? Okay. Right? Yeah, that's a fair point. Like, if you're going to do it, do it. Yeah. Right. I didn't know. I just didn't know if you were like, uh, you know, I don't to, even... to have a, a work time sort of dose. Oh, no. I would love to eat acid at work. I don't know if I. I don't know what I would do. I don't know if I could do it. Uh, Cones yeah. a lot. Yeah, there, it's the whole thing's a. It's it, would, a it might be a bad trip. I like. I get a little internal on on that. Uh, I think. I I don't know. The acid doing the acid and doing the show sounds like a really great experiment. And then we can have you on afterwards. That's to true. Talk we can about ask how, how it went. went. That that sounds like <laughs> my worst nightmare. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it'd be great. I don't know. All right, let's Maybe try it. Let's crush try up it. an ED pill and snort that too, and see Ooh. see where things go. You, I think you all know where thing those things would go, <laughs> man. Right? Okay. And you've been in Hollywood for uh, like since, since you were yeah since oh, wow. you were in college. It sounds yeah. like so. I, I went to that's I, I got a scholarship to an acting school. Uh-huh. That's why I moved here, Lee Strasberg Theater Institute. Oh, oh sure, that's yeah. great. I went there for four years. Yeah. So you were kind of like the Barry of your time. 
Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Do yeah. you have, have you had other like, I don't know, fun run-ins with Hollywood people? Uh, I mean, I've got a trillion stories, literally. Oh, yeah. uh, literally a trillion stories. Trillions. Any not involving pharmaceuticals. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Um, let me think of one. Um, gosh. So one time I was at a celebrity's birthday party and they had rented a giant mansion in the hills mm -hmm. and, you know, where they rent these mansions for parties. Oh, so they're not, they don't live there. They don't live there. Oh. Yeah. They rent them out for, to have parties at them. So yeah. no one trashes their house. Yeah. And they've got people that, you know, it's catered. Right, right. There's tons of people that are, that are you know. Tigers. Ti there was no yeah. tigers, but that's a fantastic idea. Yeah. I, I love tigers. So I went inside the house and there was a line about 40 people deep to use this one bathroom. They wouldn't let you go upstairs to all the bedroom bathrooms. Like for the public, uh -huh. you had to use this, you know. So I walked in and I like had to go. You know what I mean? Where like as soon as I saw how many people were in line, I was like, this is not going to happen. Like something, something's disaster is about to strike, you know. And a buddy of mine came in from the back of the kitchen and he passed me and he's like, hey, dude, go, you know, go out past the kitchen. And there's like a deck. You could just pee like in the uh -oh. off the deck into the into the shrubs or whatever, you know. And I was like, "Oh my god, I, I love you." Walked outside, ran outside, you know, pretended like I, I was, you know, going to the kitchen to get some hors d'oeuvres or whatever. Went out the back by myself, so happy. Run over to the side, pull it out, sit back. <laughs> my eyes roll in the back of my head, just bliss. And then I felt a presence. Right. And I, and then all of a sudden I like, I look down and out of the, my periphery, I see that there's someone standing like right next to me. And this is a huge balcony, like mm -hmm. the length of the house balcony where this guy could have gone anywhere to pee. But instead he chose to stand basically shoulder to shoulder with me. And, and I just, I see him on my periphery and I was like, wow, that's really uncomfortably close, you know? So I still, I'm looking down because I still have it in my hand and I'm, you know what I mean? Like, it's like yeah. when you go to the you public, know what yeah. he means. You, you go to the sure. public bathroom and you don't yeah, have that partition, it's, it's and everyone's like, like looking that. at everywhere except their own dongs. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, it was like one of those things. And so all of a sudden, I hear this. I hear him say, and it's so uncomfortable. And I'm just like, what do I do? What do I say? And I'm in my mind, you know, in my head. So they're thinking all this, and I hear, "Hey, man, you you got a nice penis." And I went, "What?" And I looked up over on the side. And it was Benicio del Toro, and he goes, "I'm just kidding, man." And then he like walked over, like he did the whole thing as like a joke, uh, as a prank, you know. And there's one. That's a quick story. That's really I like fun. That. He wow. That's a good one. Not that's to, a that's you, a good you, bit for him to do to you, people. It was really funny. Yeah, I appreciated it. I gave him a high five <laughs> after I washed. You my wash hands. your hands. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good. I like that story about him. The next time I see I know. him, I'm, I'm gonna you see do an extra to twinkle him. in his eye. Follow yeah. him into the bathroom. He might remember. That's <laughs> I'd love to ask him. So there, there are some. There's lore about you what? on the staff, and what? one one of the rumors is that you're friends with Leonardo DiCaprio. I that's true. Okay, that's true. What I, what? So how? I mean, how did you meet him? Um, I met him through mutual friends, like the second I moved to LA. Like, wow. no, it was right about his um um this boy's life. With yeah. De Niro. I don't know if you remember that. It was that mm -hmm. year, which was, should have been like 94 or something, I would guess. I don't know. Somewhere in there. It should line up. But yeah, lot, we're kids. Yeah. 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 And what do, what do you guys like to do together? I mean, what's what do you, what's a hang like? Um, 
balconies, nudity. <laughs> no, we do. I don't know. Basketball, football, okay. video games, you know, go out to out at night. Um, you know, backgammon. Um, <laughs> really? Backgammon? He plays backgammon? Yeah, he's really good. Uh, I don't know. We, you know, we've gone on adventures together. He's great. He's like the sweetest. He's the sweetest person in the world. Honestly. Yeah, he seems sweet. He's, he's amazing. He's an amazing. I love. He's hilarious. I love, yeah, and, and I love that sweet connection. and incredible. Yeah, he's great. He's great. I love him. Have you taken? You I've haven't, you haven't gotten him to go to a fish concert though. No, I have no. gotten him to listen to he fish. Draws yeah. the line but you know, listen, I'm a, I'm like alone on Fish Island most of the time. So can you? Um, I, we'll come right out and say, can you get Leo to do our podcast? Yeah, absolutely not. What? Absolutely what? not. Why not? The the, the poor guy. You know, has no one ever thinks to ask. He's I never on podcast. He's never been invited to do a podcast. Yeah, you know, and we'd scoop Conan. He's never been on the TV show. It'd be a real. He, I don't know. He, you know, I, I haven't, I haven't talked to him in a in a minute. He doesn't do a lot of that stuff. You know, he has, he has a lot of we'll people. We'll go to him, him to if that's stuff, the problem. You know? Yeah, if that's an issue. Yeah. How about this? If you called him, and even if he hung up on you, we could say he was on the podcast. That's I true. Think, right? And then that if he just said hello and I hung up real quick. <laughs> yes, you hang up on him. Exactly. That's all we need. <laughs> no, he's the best. He's the he's the sweetest. Then we could advertise okay. that this podcast features Leonardo DiCaprio. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Right. And that's not right. happening. A little bait and switch. <laughs> so they get well, your... We're gonna we're gonna talk to Paula, our talent booker, about reaching out to Leo. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll go through proper channels. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. I we bet we Jesse and I both think he'll say yes. Okay. Yeah. That's good. And we won't I even love... mention you. We're not even gonna yeah. play. We're not even gonna play the Kent card. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> the Kent card. I like that. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm on your side. I, you know, positive energy. Yeah. One hundred percent for me. You know, Thank great. you, Ken. Thank, Thank you, guys. Ken. This is a lot of fun. We what learned a, a lot about you. Yes. Good. <laughs> A too much. You're a treasure a too trove. Much. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for being here. Thanks, thank Ken. All right, that's our show. That's it. It went by so quickly for I us. I know, for us. <laughs> I can't speak <laughs> for anyone else. for you. And uh, last week, uh, we asked listeners to pitch ideas for where Conan can go for his next Conan Without Borders Yeah, show. we want you to do our jobs for us. Exactly. And apparently, we're hearing we got a lot of responses, a lot of suggestions. Yeah. There are a lot of people with maps and globes out there. And we're going to play <laughs> some of uh, the suggestions next week. Yeah, I know. I'm excited to hear. Me too. Um, so, yeah, thanks for those. Keep them coming. Mm. Um, you can call us and leave us a message at 323-209-5303 or email us at insideconanpod at gmail.com. Right. With any questions. You yeah. Have. Anything. Yeah. Or comments. Sure. Uh, feedback for us. Uh, feedback. I'm still waiting. I want a troll. That's what I want. Okay. I am sure I that have... could be arranged. <laughs> Very. I'm sure I, they're keeping those I just those refuse to us. believe that everyone is having positive reactions right. to this podcast. Yeah. No. They're, they're doing their jobs trimming down the uh, tapes we listen to. Yeah. They are. <laughs> and speaking of, let's roll those credits. Yeah. We pre-recorded <laughs> them a month ago. Hope you enjoy them. They Thank still you sound guys. fresh. And we'll see you next week. Next week. Bye. We like you. 
Inside Conan, an important Hollywood podcast, is hosted by Mike Sweeney and me, Jesse Gaskell. Produced by Kevin Bartelt. Engineered by Will Beckton. Mixed by Ryan Connor. Supervising producer is Aaron Blaird. Associate producer, Jen Samples. Executive produced by Adam Sachs and Jeff Ross. Jeff team, Ross. Jeff Ross at Team Coco. And Colin Anderson and Chris Bannon at Earwolf. Thanks to Jimmy Vivino for our theme music and interstitials. You can rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. And of course, please subscribe and tell a friend to listen to Inside Conan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or whatever platform you like best. Ta-da! This has been a Team Coco production in association with Earwolf. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.